0: Hello and welcome to another uh, Bertie and Paul podcast uh, Great times and all that But uh, we have to decipher exactly what's going on at the moment So uh, we thought we'd bring in the heavy hitters Daniel Devaney You, <laughs> are. <laughs>
1: what? you are a heavy <laughs> I'm
0: heavy, I don't know about a <laughs> And And uh, Stephen Cain Even all... <laughs> Stephen. We've, we've, we've just had five-minute discussion telling Stephen things he can't talk about. So let's so see if that works. <laughs> so we've we, we've had yeah okay. So uh Ireland's just locking down. Danny, it's just locked down. And as well, I've been watching the BBC news now and the and the, the UK news, and apparently now Summerfield and or yeah, Sainsbury's and stuff like that are saying now you need to wear a mask and the in the supermarket, that's hundred percent now. So that's the UK is coming along, isn't <laughs> it? You know I mean? Did you say Summerfield? Oh, you I, know. Know. I know. What was a...
2: Summerfield? What was Summerfield? Now is it? That was fine. Is was it, it ASDA? Asda? fine you i It, it Asda, Yeah. Uh, but what, what, what so company is it now? Summerfield. You used to work in
1: Safeway, and then it was what was Safeway? God knows. Yeah, what is Safeway. Morrison's.
0: Did. Is
1: it your fault, <laughs> Danny, Was it your
2: fault? Everything's <laughs> <laughs> my fault. Everything's my fault. would not there not um when you could uh, Paul Kane used to work in Summerfield with, with Bertie and was there not like stories he used to like deliberately open packets and old teasers and stuff and say that they were they were bashed I, I, and
0: I never I I wasn't really a chocolate I think one the, a couple of guys did, but I wasn't that really bothered. I just wanted to get out of there, I was just working so hard. I was doing the, I had to do the, I had to do the, the, the fiz, fizzy bottles or whatever, the fizzy bottles. What oh is going
1: God. on? But the thing is fizzy you work in fizz, Fizzy bottles in Summerfield.
2: What are you doing? <laughs> Dan, Danny was in, you were in Sainsbury's, weren't you? You were in the
1: posher one. Ah, uh, yes, I was in the posh one. I was in Sainsbury's, yes. <laughs> All the nice people come in to see, Henrik Larson was a regular customer. i mean, Magdalena. Sold. Bishop Divine.
2: <laughs> Bishop Devine was in there as well. I used to see him quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't be talking about and big big right.
1: stuff. Big Viduka was in on the time as well. Love these Reddy meals. Did he? He no, did come to Reddy meals. Big Viduka.
0: Viduka was a funny guy because he didn't really like football. He wasn't really a football person. He just sort of a bit like myself. <coughs> so, a fine fair is the de- fine fair? Did I say fine fair? Uh, posh? is defunct in 1988, 33 years ago. So it must have been Summerfield, I worked in. And it was bought by Gateway. It's a Gateway chain. There we go. 1988. Summerfield. That's made, that's made my night. Summerfield, <laughs> Summerfield was in the old. They were in. Stan corrected, but I'm sure they were in the Hamilton town centre for a while. Weren't they? Yeah, we, they we, were we for st-
1: Fine Fair, was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me and Stephen used to if Summerfield is medium-sized supermarket operating uh, the company was taken over by Cooperative Group in 2009 and a 1.57 billion deal I'm I'm in the wrong podcast I've 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 dialed the wrong number
1: here (laughs) are
2: we going to call this supermarket sweep (laughs) the company is at
0: origins Bristol Grocer G.H. Mills which was founded in 1875 anyway so yeah so yeah, that yeah, I used to yeah, I used to work there. So is that, I don't think much has happened with Celtic, but is there much for us to cover? Are we just catching
1: up? Nothing much. Well Lowell had a lovely speech today, I'm sure oh, you saw that. Was that. Nice.
0: I, I went into I went into I know the London boys that don't really are not really affected by this, but I went into Gant's. Gantz was in Dundrum, wasn't it? Uh that was their store in Dundrum. You see I had to walk down Stephen towards the there was the, the the fancy toy shop. So I used to go down there. You never used to buy things at the toy shop, but the kids used to run about in it. So it was really good fun. So once, once I went into Gantt, and I just couldn't believe the prices of the gear, I was just like pure <laughs> Scot- <laughs> Scotsman on tour. I'm like, what? 150 quid for a T-shirt? And all I could see in Lawwell's uh, interview was the Gantt logo. and thinking, you know what I mean? That's what it's all about. That's what it's- Is, is, is Gantt a premium... Sort of See a, you're in London Stephen. I, I mean, mean I you don't I don't
2: know twenties. You burn uh, okay, twenties in the okay. fireplace. Deal <laughs> deal one. Um look I, I don't I'm, I don't I thought Gantt was sort of a middle of the road sort of a attire. Do you want me to look that up? <laughs> no, please don't. Anyway. Peter Law was talking about a mistake but we don't know in my opinion what the mistake was was it going to Dubai? was it bringing Julian? was it the conduct? was it what losing
1: to Rangers? Or what was it? what was the mistake? it has to be going to Dubai he's not going to say Julian taking Julian was a mistake why we took Julian I think you'd need to ask we can obviously name that but I'm assuming the mistake was just going to Dubai full stop everybody knows it was the wrong decision
2: but the thing is as well is that if you make a mistake, you say, right, I made a mistake, um, all right, hands up. But then you don't justify the actions to make the mistake. Like, he made a really strong case to say that actually going to Dubai was all right, you know, he was following all, he'd been permitted and it's following all the, the sort of legislation and, you know, they have been on the rest trip to the, the club. Floor. Aye. Yeah. So they what was the, I, I didn't really get the mistake in his mind. I know, I know the mistake is in my mind, but... In his mind, in his Gantt um, mind, what 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 was the mistake? I
0: spent years, that's good I'm, not, question. I'm not talking about this today. I'm good talk. I spent years trying to kid her I could do Gantt charts at work and I think maybe that's why I get fired a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: had a, I had a French manager and all he wanted me to do was a Gantt chart and you're like, as if it just solves everything, do a big
0: Gantt chart and everyone gets excited, and that's it. Problem I used, solved. I used to work with my wife years and years it's ago. It's a bit before. of paper. And my wife used to do pivot tables, right? And she, one time she could turn my desk and show me how to do a pivot table, and honestly, I mean, I may as well just, just stood in the fire eggs and smoked fags for about five minutes for much, much help it did for me. It was like, it's that easy, you just put in X and Y's and then you've got a Z thing. She's going to get this Some Blackwood. St. John's primary school, did you? <laughs> <laughs> but, see, going back to right, so the,
2: the Peter so, Lowe thing fun. today, obviously, and I think I said in probably one of the, my uh, debutant when I was a debutant in the podcast, I said that, you know, it really is Celtic are made up because it's such a hideous season. It's really made up for one of the pundits to go for the jugular, really go for Celtic. For me, I think it's been, thus far, it's been Andy Walker. He's not everyone's real cup of tea, you know. He's a bit like Charlie Nicholas. He'll sort of pan the club a wee bit, but I think he was in the Sky. He was, he was, he was pretty good. Came across quite solid, and then he went for it. I think he could have went for a wee bit more, but,
1: but yeah, see. he gave he forty seconds, and he, he he said what everybody was thinking. You know what I mean? If MD was thinking differently than that, then they're obviously not seeing the full picture. know they've got the green tinted specs on, and like I, I've yet to see anybody. On social media, that disagreed with what Andy Walker said. Even the most fervent Celtic fans I've seen agreed with what Andy Walker said, because he, he did say what everyone was um, obviously thinking. You know.
0: Well, so what? So what is it then? So the so like I, <clears> I, I think everybody has their trigger points is not it? Danny, was it? Was it yours? Was it? Was it the picture that gets sent over? What did you do when you get the picture? You just Neil Lennon, Scott Brown. Having beers, high fiving each other. Did you
1: just, did you just go to the toilet for ten it minutes? It, it didn't bother me, to be perfectly honest. Well, like they're away. They're away to Dubai for five, six days, whatever it was. And we all know that they're going to go there. They're going to chill out a bit, but they're also going to train. Like they're not going to go there and go and sit in the rooms. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They, we all knew they were going to go away. If you have that pint or two, I'm sure they didn't have ten or twelve pints. That was probably probably one or two pints max. I, I don't know, but. That's what I'd assume, but that kind of photo just adds fuel to the fire. And after just been beat off the Rangers and then they're gone holiday and sitting having drinks, and then cause there was somebody sitting next to them who wasn't in their bubble. It's just you know what I mean. Yeah. And if and in that then,
2: you know, if it had been meticulously planned, as they've said, since November, as John Kennedy and, you know, our our, our esteemed leader, our CEO, Peter Lowell said today, if it'd been meticulously planned since November, then they should have thought about all this, you know, the social media element, people taking pictures. But I think you, you maybe take a step back and say, well, you know, you've got the they, they flew out. I think on the night of the Old Firm game, so the the the,
0: look, the, the players are that, adolescent is that, is that, children. Did they fly out in two thousand two thousand <laughs> two. Sorry, Stephen. Sorry. All right. Okay.
2: All right. Well. Sorry. But on on the night of the game, they were out. Right. So. You're playing in the match, knowing that you're going to Dubai. And it's that's their work. So, you know, you're you're um if you were at work and you're flying out to an ice hot climate, your focus would be on the flight, getting through work and then, you know, going to Dubai. So for me, that is a bit strange. You know, you I would if I was the manager, you'd be like, right, we're going to Dubai if you win, boys. I know it's obviously not as simple as that. It's just a bit strange I think you know they, they were focused they were probably playing football against Rangers and thinking have I packed my, my, my trunks have I packed my you know what I mean have <laughs> 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 I, my, I exactly. I've got my E111 form uh, you know so I,
0: don't, I <laughs> have I, I got my travels <laughs> checks
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly would they work anymore with Brexit you know the players are probably thinking about all these things mm, when their mind so. should have been on the game anyway I I love the
0: so okay, so I right, wouldn't do rants because I'd done enough rants last time, but now Danny, like Celtic, for instance, do you do you want to hear from Neil Lennon? About Dubai? Yeah. Would you like to hear yeah. from? So why why did John why was John Kennedy? Paraded out? It's because he sounds better. But I thought Neil Lennon's got a TV background and stuff. So why did John Kennedy appear on the scene? to talk down to us from his lofty his lofty height. What did you think of John Kennedy's interview? I didn't see it, if I'm, I'm being honest with you. Don't. He just told it basically on Saturday, he just, Chris said, guys, just go over yourself, just move on. He
1: said that on Saturday, then on Sunday. It was like,
0: whoa! Seen I see
1: his comment about um, how, from that interview, that Duffy couldn't... Um, playing the Hibs game because he had left the camp for personal reasons and therefore was outside the bubble so he wouldn't be eligible to play in the Hibs game and then he turned up and played in the Hibs game played his best game for Celtic tell that, that, just, eight, that just adds to the more aye, eighty nine nine minutes when he passed it to your man three yards out to let him blast it into the net but after so, Cal McGregor had la- ran into Laksa when the keeper had missed it but apart from that it was a straightforward <laughs> goal
0: <laughs> you're one you're one. We'll we'll talk about the game later. But the one that the the John Kennedy went through, Danny went through tons of stuff, the preparation they'd all done for the for the trip. Like it's relentless preparation. That there's all these coaching things they're gonna do the day, exits in and out, the exits and in, in and out. Uh were all their exits, the hotel, they were eating their ser- it was always nearly or kind of he was using kind of soft words. But he was the, the the dinners were all there, so they were all having meals themselves in the bubble ish, and then so there's tons of preparation going on, and I kept thinking about our conversation about where was the preparation with Celtic lost beat on, and the, the Rangers came. I mean, like we had zero preparation, but the whole the whole trip is like a, a military. John Kennedy would have it as this military possession of like they're in this and they're this and they're doing this and they're filling in these forms. Everybody. And then, when you get to it, you're thinking, but surely you could have just done a wee bit more preparation for the for the game or before you're leaving. But it, it it it's just anyway. So Kennedy, but Kennedy comes out and that's an interesting one. Why is Kennedy coming out? I just don't understand why Kennedy's coming out and talking to Celtic fans. it really, should be your Celtic
1: man Neil Lennon's coming out. I think. I don't know, maybe maybe Lennon was positive as well, and they've just not told us that. Maybe that's why, maybe with had symptoms, you wouldn't know. What's that, what's that in the game, what's that? I,
0: I, I know that your man Flexi had his earphones on, he, I thought, I'm getting too old for this, it was Len, they're saying that Lennon was talking to him.
1: So they were saying, yeah. Lennon was pa- passing on tactics down, um, through the earpods.
0: Yeah. The other thing about it is, as John Kennedy said that they had to work on certain scenarios, like, like just tactical scenarios and freshen up, and like he, he really sold the trip. But then you see Celtic out on Monday night, and you're not too sure. I'm never quite sure what they were training on. They were training on nobody was on crosses. That was a big no-no. They've decided they don't want to cross the ball. They just don't cross the ball anymore. Like Celtic players can't cross the ball. We used to go nuts at... Like uh, Matthews and uh, they call it? all these players down at but Celtic just can't cross the ball anymore. Like it's just total fear of getting crosses out. But you think maybe in the camp, they, they, I don't know, I just, I just, I'm totally disheartened by it all now. I'm just like, how? I actually still can't get my
1: head around the whole thing. It's bizarre. It's so it's bizarre. Just bizarre. It's bizarre. ridiculous. Like that. How many of those young lads were actually at the camp as well? Were the young lads that played? Were they all at the camp too? I don't
0: know. Well, that, that, the, the other, one of the questions was Danny about the, maybe Stephen can, like, they're saying that, like, Harper's never, like, there, there's no under 21s league, like, there's no reserve games. So when are these players, like Harper and Well, when are they, when are they playing games? There's no games. So no. Harper comes no, on and runs about until 60 minutes and he just cramps up you felt really sorry for
2: the guy as well you could tell that he was just desperate to continue on but um,
1: his legs had gone I just think um, yeah, he hadn't really done much either to be honest like, that chance he was through he used to cut it back fair enough yeah. like, the, game, the game was poor the game was so poor it was unbelievable yeah.
2: I think from Born. a Hibbs point Hibs really I mean they, they took the game to us in the last couple of minutes and they should have started doing that earlier a lot earlier this, this Kevin Nisbet could be a player to watch um, up top, and the, the Hibs players. I know we obviously had a lot of younger ones, but the Hibs players looked like you know they were bigger, taller, stronger. I mean, we, we, we were just like sort of a wee guys running about. Like, you know, it's interesting to know what you thought about Mikey Johnson, Danny who, just too too lightweight. Or,
1: I again, that I'm not funny, Mikey Johnson. He's he's got the feet, he's got the movement, but he's they product. Is he a poor man's Brian McLaughlin? I mean, I hope he's not, but Stephen Fulton.
2: <laughs> I, loved, I thought Stevie Fulton had some finesse Brian McLaughlin didn't really get the lines of the pitch, you know what I mean, he used to just he'd run into the fans and stuff with the ball he wasn't really um, sort of focused But your run,
0: but Harper so again like, you're, you're sort of thinking, okay how's he been trained? Like, like if I, I always thought like, you send players on, Like there's always a comment from the manager you send them in and they say, what I do boss? And you say, right, it's your first game I kept saying the word box office in my head but it's your first game, go out and really, you know what I mean, really light light up, you know light the game up and I, I was waiting for Harper to do that Like there was one time where Celtic do this all the time, and he's down the left hand side he passes inside to McGregor McGregor passes it to somebody else back to McGregor, then back to him whereas if he really wanted to light it up, he could just have went on the last man and just ran past him, or gave it a shot you know but it seemed like the man Portis was all over the he was he was the best player in the park. I just don't think these players are coming and really really lighting up the game or doing anything
1: really remarkable. It all seems to be pretty bland. Which that's why Maybe I they're not been allowed to. Maybe they're not been allowed to, the tactics they're given. Maybe they've been told to come back inside and play the channels or whatever the hell it is. Ar- Arsenal,
0: Arsenal <laughs> do that. Arsenal do that back inside. But what they do is they do a quick one two and then the, the, the left back or the left winger continues his run and you click, you get him in behind. You see Tierney doing it all the time, Arsenal. But the Celtic, the player st- stands and still on the line of the defenders because he doesn't want to be offside. And it's not quick enough, the ball's not moving. It's speed. So it just sort of, it sort of, it sort of tapers out, you, you get the defence back. I actually quite enjoy watching Celtic with new players. I've always have done, I like watching. Like that guy Welsh does nothing wrong, does he really? Doesn't really do anything. I don't even a, a lot to do exactly. And your man Ed and Belly come on and like you see, l- l- at least they're keen. I mean, that's, again, the question was: would we any, would do be any different if we played these players at the start of the year than now? Because we're like, I mean, I, like I'm teaching the kids homeschooling at maths, and I'm just frightened in case Josh asked me how many points we behind Rangers in the league. Because I mean, I mean can't, I do
1: can't do that
0: calculation. <laughs> uh, I just yeah, I just I, I enjoy watching like Hazard. I think Hazard's is a good goalkeeper. Like he it made the mistake, but I think, after twenty odd games now. What do you think, Stephen? Well, I, I
2: continuing on Peter Lowell's theme of mistake when we don't really know what the mistake is. But I'll, I'll be clear in on this one. I made the mistake by saying that Conor Hazard had a superb game, and just as I posted that, that's when it all went a bit flappy. But uh, to be honest, I think in his defence, he had a really good game, imposing. He won everything. He was excellent. He was on it. Um, the defence were so deep at that point, you know, and also probably did so many McGinn brothers on. Like you're like, is that is that John McGinn playing? And you're like, no, it's his brother. This get, like they just sort of a yeah, maybe maybe that confused Duffy a wee bit. Um, but Celtic were so deep at that point, and that doesn't help the goalkeeper. But the goalkeeper oh, probably awesome. should push them out. But then Duffy's just—I mean, he's a mongoose, isn't he? You couldn't really control small, where he goes. Duffy's
0: playing okay, but like he did, I does, uh, uh, he did not too bad. His, but Duffy's, Duffy's point, when then somebody was making the point that like, when Celtic take over, we were just midgets. It was only Duffy and one other person. Right, we a on. very, very, very small team. I mean, I, and obviously love this, with, uh, with Gavin Strachan being your manager, you think Gavin would have pinpointed that because that's all his dad talked about for three like, years. I, I
2: had a bit <laughs> of a mean, Gavin,
0: I had a bit of a Gavin Strachan moment when I was talking, when I was obviously
2: talking to some of the research and the analytical team before the podcast. And, and and one of the analysts said to me that actually, he's sort of been thrown, you know, thrown in the deep end a bit because, you know, he's sort of probably been told you're actually managing it tonight, yeah. um, you know. And one of, one of the funny things was, was, was there was the comment that you know you dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. Um, and he he certainly sort of epitomised that, but. He, <laughs> walking out as a manager dressed as a tramp I mean it's like you know this is your time if you get the chance you know is it Frank Connor the, the washing up guy if you get the chance to lead Celtic you've got to get your, your suit on and go for the full you know maybe dick, Ad, dick advocate look but you know you've got to go for it I think
1: Oh, like your best on the big occasion <laughs> That, if fact, you do not you, you
2: spawn a wee win and then you feel like, as if you know, know what you're, you're doing
0: We've had, <laughs> had this new thing We've had this new thing of the last several years your man the Rangers the Rangers guy before Marty, there was a Selly fan that came on remember he he, he was Alan McCoy he, he got the job and he said I don't want this job what was his name oh was Bertie we need him and then was uh, it O'Connell or something like that? No, he was the guy that was uh, Ma- uh, Alan McCoy's McCoy's number two, and he ended up with a job when McCoy's f- eventually left. And then Marty, Marty's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be a manager. I don't want to be a manager, Rangers. And now we have got Gavin Strachan. He's not, no, no really bothered either. Like he used to be back in the day, where these everybody was like pumping for a job. You'd be like, get in there, get, just kid on. You know what you're doing, but nowadays, like. People at him just kind of they just turn up. They say this. I mean, I'm reading his stuff. They're saying the training sessions went well. It was sharp. The boys were refreshed, and, and he's just saying the same thing as every other oh, Scottish football manager. Yeah, Dubai was ideal for his. Then you're like, but Gavin, how
1: come then all our players looked absolutely knackered? How did? How's that? Are you talking about Kenny McDowell, the boy, the bald guy? You're to say like? yeah. Can he do? Remember get the Rangers get the Rangers job. No, nah, that's he's right. He's like, I don't want this. <laughs> he's like,
0: he's getting guys in the crowd to come out and run the team. But you think like that be your pinnacle of your career? You'd be all over it. But I mean Livingston just Livingston's new boss is, he was in Berlini for a few years, wasn't he? No, he's the man. He's like, he's all over it. You <laughs> know I mean, how good it be. Uh, uh, Turnbull's Tumble, a good player. tumble's that's a great goal. Turnbull's a great good player but he looks
1: tired as well what about Tom Logic did you like Tom uh, Logic we, or are you going to say? Tom fine t- so Turnbull made obviously a few mistakes you could see him getting frustrated mm-hmm. um, in the second half when he was getting tired when everybody looked a bit tired you know mm-hmm. after their, their bevy session they obviously still got a few days hangover R well, and so. R R and R-, R-, R I mean come Gosh. on mm-hmm. <laughs> Rests and rounds <laughs> <laughs> Rogage I thought was alright but I, I, I said to somebody on the, the WhatsApp group I was on I says he must have something written, written in his contract to say that 85% of the games he plays he must come off before 70 minutes no. he so, must have like because it's, it's unbelievable but, like, it's, but the difference between him and Harper
0: Harper looks as if he would absolutely emptied it Roger didn't really look as if he'd done that much
1: Did he? No, he could have walked off he's like oh. <laughs> But Har- 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 Harper looked like he emptied it because he get cramped. Like, I'll-, yeah. I'll be honest, before that, I didn't see him run, covering every blade of grass. Like he was trying, he was trying his best, but he wasn't exactly building up and down the wing or run across the box. Loads or, well from my, from what I seen anyway. I must admit, like I looked away from the TV a good amount of time because there was nothing happening.
0: you one, uh, Cat Harper as well. One of the good quotes. Harper's. I've just, it's just even knows, I've just went through a, jo- a, uh, a Johnny. Is it Johnny Burns, Stephen, is that his name? A Johnny Burns tunnel. So, Johnny Burns is Tommy Burns's son. Mm-hmm. And Tommy. Johnny, and he them? Yeah. So, I just went through a, a dark tunnel there for about half an hour before I came on this. And uh, yeah, he, he was a, a player and he came to Celtic and he was playing up front and they. They, they moved him into a left or right winger, which I'm like, that's just, that's just what we needed. <laughs> I mean, we just need a left or right winger. <laughs> and that's Celtic's going to enter. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> so then he got moved in there. But he's like 20 years old. Like, the youth teams of old, like, Maloney was 18 when he appeared, and these guys are appearing when they're 20, and it doesn't seem right, does it? It doesn't it? Not It seems like they're missing, a, they're missing games. 20 years old doesn't seem that young anymore. In mean, Rashford, what age was he when he played for Man United? I mean, these players seem to be
1: other oh, youth team players, but 20 years old isn't that uh, young anymore in a football sense. Who was the wee boy who scored for Spurs the other night in the FA Cup? He was he Spurs' of our youngest player to score a goal, until not 16. Some yeah. boy divine his name is.
0: I mean, Billy Gilmore. Billy Gilmore turns up and played, against, played last year, and he was just phenomenal. And he's like, I think he's... He's twelve or something. I mean, well, that's that's the thing that Christie and um, McGregor
2: have to just be careful of. That you know Scotland's going to the you know the Euros in the summer. You've got some players in England now, the Scottish players that are beginning yeah. to perform. Armstrong cemented his position finally. Um, you know, McGinns there. I'm sure Christie and you know McGregor have got enough credits in in there with with Steve Clark to get. Selected, but they've not really been, you know, they've not really been doing much, you know, of, of late. Um, and
1: again, McGregor's in the thicket f- line losing a goal. I said this before, I think, on this. How many times I is McGregor in the middle of the defence when we're losing goals? Like, what is he doing there? Hmm. I know he's kind of playing the Scott Brown or he's sitting deeper, but what the? F-? Honestly, yeah, he just it's down. him that bumps into the out, and then Duffy fucking thinks he's taking it. And,
2: oh, anyway. <laughs> it's an awful goal but that could be the goal that Shopping. lost d- the season I mean Dubai trip you're looking at the the, the the pros and cons the pro for me is the fact you go there and you solid, solidify that second position you really oh, yes. you know, say to Derek Derek McInnes at Aberdeen what well, you do you say to Derek you make a statement to Derek McInnes you go to this world class facility in Dubai you get a chartered flight to solidify that second position mm. now the downside and the risk to it is what we're witnessing is 13 staff all off with COVID, and now look. In a serious note, Neil Lennon is not in a good physical sh- shape. He's got COVID, and you don't he's know how it impacts COVID. people. He's well, look, I mean, he might have it. We don't know. But now, if Neil Lennon gets COVID, I don't know. I mean, you need to say a prayers for the guy because he's 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 not in a good shape. You know, so it's a it could be a serious thing. This could be the start of something. Thirteen people, I think. You know, I know they're they're not all got COVID, but there's a there's a risk there. Um, and that's why. So the, the 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 thing I was thinking about is what triggers Law to come out, Lowell even to come out today and give that in-house media more or less statement because it's the guy Jerry. Is it Jerry from the Celtic View? He's not going to ask. You yeah, know, he's not, okay, <laughs> not going to say. So Peter, um, I'm going to ask you a question here, so you can sack me in the morning. You know. It, what 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 was the conversation? Is it Dermot Desmond saying you have to do it or is it a case that maybe someone's actually getting really ill with COVID and they could end up getting,
1: I don't know, what what prompted Log to come out today? You'd like to think it was the outrage for the fans and the government also making a statement about it as well, blaming Celtic, mm. you know what I mean, for going, whereas Celtic stance was always oh well we get the okay for the government in November <laughs> you know what I mean, that was the, that was the, um, the backup, so I, I assumed that's what it was um, that's why they had to come out because there was such a backlash from it, and obviously, somebody and not just a trip, but people 13 people, as you say, getting um, isolating. So, they had to come out and say something, they had to. Um, but you're right, Stephen, it, it could be something worse than we know, you know what I mean? It's hope to God it isn't, but it could easily be.
0: Well, you're one. Look, the, the thing that I found strange is right at the end of the interview, he says about Celtic's morals as a Football club, he starts talking about. It. He's like, we've not lost. who we are. We've given him a. This is a CEO trick. We've given a million quid to people less fortunate than <laughs> ourselves, and also we've not lost our morals. We've not lost who we are as a club. We are a charity. So he doesn't see charity, but he's talking about morals. And I was, I was find that kind of weird. I was like, is does that hurt him more that he's overseeing something that we think? isn't totally accurate or, or isn't like the, the way John Kennedy talked down everybody was just just just, uh, just uh, I get really angry about it but that's fine but the fact is they're looking like elite elites basically in Dubai saying everybody sees sees later on guys we're enjoying ourselves
2: I mean, Sorry to interject I absolutely cannot stand that word elite I think in any walk of life anyone that says they're elite isn't I did. A, I'm fresh from the Hamilton Judo Club online, um, which is a big plug to the Hamilton Judo Club, and it was tremendous tonight. Right, so John Ambrosio was doing this online training, mm-hmm. and I bet your bottom dollar a lot of them Celtic players would struggle with that. And I mean, I was really struggling. I like, don't get. I mean, these, these, this elitism I absolutely cannot stand. That when someone mentions elite, then I would say arrogance
0: is is well, coming that, through. I there. think that's what's coming through. Well, Darren again, you. you the trip and what happened, I don't know. I just think I, I don't know. I just, I just, it just bewildered bl- bl- them. The other thing was the, the Scottish government thing, right? So you're Nicola Surgeon, right? You, you're wee Nicola. Lo- it's, it's, it's uh, November time, right? Comes across your desk, which it probably didn't, but she probably get told about it. She's like Celtic want to go to Dubai, right? Nicola's thinking to herself, no doubt about it. She's thinking, magic, keep that in my back pocket. That's what she's thinking. Because then Kennedy's said, "I mean, when we were going like, and I'm, I'm not the most intelligent guy in the world, but I know the third wave was coming, and I know that Christmas was going to start the third wave. I didn't know there was going to be the, the English strain or whatever, but we knew in January it was going to be a nightmare, didn't we? Everybody knew. Yeah, that. everybody knew.
1: John everybody Kennedy, knew that, John course.
0: Kennedy said that Celtic didn't. They were like, well, we talked to the medical experts, we so were fine. But Nicholas Sturgeon's sitting there." And then you hear her interview, she's like, I mean, we should be talking about other things. And what she should have been talking about is there's like 30 Eastern Europeans flying out to work in one of our sites. But she she knew she had this in her back pocket. And she, and like, because we said two weeks ago, three weeks ago, this is, this is what was going to happen, which it has done. And uh, she just knew that's just, that's easy. Celtic just give it to
1: people, they're giving it so easy now to everybody. I mean that's I, it. I, they're, they're such a huge target. They can throw something at the and will hit them. You know, it's they're such a huge target and an easy target.
0: I mean, it was like listening to N- NYPD blues and the the radio on Monday night. I mean, it, like, the guys in the radio, like, like they had like people, out, I don't know, people outside the stadium. That everybody was talking and they were just giving it and like word for word. Paddy Bonner's the best person on radio just now. He's just telling me straight like no we shouldn't be doing this somebody should call it like Paddy Bonner should be there it's a bit common sense about him he's just like why can't you see this but what, what goes back but, but the thing that once somebody said is, and this, they've been waited for 10 years to say that and I turned, it, I turned it off he said what Celtic need to worry about now is second place and I'm like how long have <laughs> you waited to say that I was just I just turned it off who said it I think it might have been Michael Stewart, maybe. He's just done his. He just, him, uh, him and Daryl Broadfoot, Broadfoot.
1: Did you listen
0: to
1: that? I don't listen to Scottish media if I'm in perfectly honest with you. If I see the odd thing on Twitter, I'll play it or oh, whatever. Daryl um, Broadfoot.
0: I don't listen to it. Jeez, it was just painful every minute. I just thought I'd listen to it to see if I could find anything funny from it. Honestly, it was just painful. Henry, Henry McLeish, the ex-first minister, right. him and Daryl Broadfoot are best. They're besties. Right, they pure argued with them, each other. So talking about I mean, McLeish is basically saying Celtic are just they've lost their own themselves. They don't know. They just like you think about it. Celtic spent ages. Like remember there were all these in, inside meetings and all these stuff that got on, got on, got on, trying to get Scottish football back up and Celtic go to Dubai and just like pure I mean, Stevie G must be the happiest man in the world just like. looking, at, looking at that where did
2: where did Rangers go? Nowhere did, Dubai, did they go to Dubai as well but just
1: nobody knows about it did you not see there was an article there's an article on some uh, website I, I, I don't know somebody sent me the link to it and um, it was here's a list of um, what all elite clubs did during the winter break and where they went to so it listed all the clubs and it was like right. Liverpool, the best club in EPL, blah, blah, blah. Bummed them up, stayed at home. Yeah. Man United, living at the top of the Premier League, blah, blah, blah. all the best players, stayed at home. Went I mean, through all these massive clubs, stayed at home, stayed at home. Celtic, so many points behind. All this carry Went to Dubai, came back. Everybody's got COVID, and you're like, first. <laughs> oh, so we're the only ones that went in a, a jolly, basically.
0: The guy, though, no, no, there was one other guy I found somebody else, Danny, because I done the exact same. I was looking at your man at the Janko. I think uh, my United are trying to buy him, and uh, he'd seen his dad for AGC, plays for Bruce Dortmund, I think. I think that's the right guy, and he went to, he went to Dubai, and his dad went to Dubai, and then he came back to Germany. The German was like, "Oof, well he scores, but I think he would get a bit of criticism." But I think he went into Dubai. Uh, and kept himself like there no social media, it wasn't uh, those Love Island people that are just social media up. But, uh, but he, I think he got a bit of criticism because so, the German club said they weren't going to go this year, you know, because they were sort of, they sort of thought maybe it would be a good idea to to piss everybody off. So themselves. he tried
1: the ball and he tried the ball and going and he caught basically. He <laughs> scored, but he did I'm going to see my da. <laughs> right, <so> <laughs> mate. Who, who stars in Love Island. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love the Love Island stuff is the Love Island was uh, one that we girls said she's actually over here to do a bit of work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> So let's just talk about a day in the life of Julian then just to cheer us up. So Julian I I just imagine Julian not done I Danny sometimes you're at the bottom of the list at work. Well usually I am, but uh, and you don't really know if you're going on the trip or not going the trip. So, Julian must have been texting somebody saying, Are you sure you want me to go on this trip? And they're like, Yeah, no bother at all. Gavin Strachan says it's to continue his rehabilitation, the continuity of working with somebody. So that's why he went.
1: But all I know is. What what did they do? Did they they bust his knee or what what has he done? I don't know his exact injury. I know he he tapped off uh, the goalpost. But um, I don't know oh. what his exact injury is. He's, still, know. he's just a very weak man. Um.
0: <laughs> Brittle bones. Brittle bones. <laughs> Him and... and Roger are besties. <laughs> so what do you do? Like you go all the way to Dubai. You go, all, you go all the, all the, all the sorry. But you go all the way to Dubai. On crutches, I presume. You come off. You go on the bus all the way to the hotel, and then. The doctor then looks after you for about an hour, then he moves up. So what's Julian doing in Dubai? Is he just sitting, maybe, maybe that's the problem, he's just
1: sitting in a bit of the lobby drinking coffee, talking to, you. I don't know, what, what do you do then? I'd say he's was just sitting out in the heat, the other way if you've got an injury, they always say you go to the sauna, the heat helps it, um. the heat helps it. So you've probably just got him sitting in your balcony there, got my balcony facing the sun and so sit there for the day. I'll make you better, but little did we know that the boy was bringing him drinks had COVID, so. I mean, <laughs> Julian was touching stuff. Uh-huh. Julian was talking to the woman next door, and she came with her. She was just putting her toes. out. How you doing, Hen? Got a bite of cough. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. Who I'll give you a hang with that. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's the made you think
0: about it, it's like oh, lads the movie women. This is great. We get free drink the whole time. The whole time. A few Bacardi, sorry, bother. Let's cough There's no moving.
2: I, I just, I would like to know as well how they split the players that were in contact, close contact with them. Like if they chartered the flight. I mean, the air in the flight it gets circulated round. As far as I believe, um, and.
0: Surely, e- Stephen Kane, aviation expert, <laughs> cabin crew seats for takeoff.
2: So, look, it's um, you know I, I don't know how did we just say that they're 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 the crappy players and we'll just keep the good mm-hmm. ones for the game against Hibs and even though we drew, how did they say that those thirteen were at higher risk? I don't, I don't did they kiss Julian? I don't know. Like what, what 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 did they do that was different to the other players when they all got on a chartered flight? I don't know.
1: The thing Look, on, the cha- on, the, on the charter flight it's three seats and three seats and the middle one's empty so you've got your seat say yeah. right at the window the middle one's empty then you've got the one at the aisle and the same on the other side you know what I mean That's if it's a, if it's a jet two plane which they uh, they usually charter for their away games um, in Europe which I'm assuming it was then that's the kind of plane it was you know what I mean so they're not sitting that far away from each other so and it says you've got obviously the, the, the staff as well as the all the players, um, you're, you're taking up most of the plane. If you're doing that, you know what I mean. So there's not going to be huge gaps in between them either, uh, rose wise. Yeah. You know what I mean. So Do you know who? know our, our, our church, um,
2: would you call it stewards? They would be the, for for mass because it's the same sort of a principle,
0: isn't it? You know. <laughs> um, I don't. Know, I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can self isolate. I don't know how you can keep two meters away in a plane. I think,
2: I think I think as well they tested negative, but then surely they, if they were only if the thirteen were isolating, uh, they would have tested negative as well. And it's just a, or maybe they tested positive. I don't know, but they, they said <laughs> no, that, no. I keep. It's just very confusing. I, what I keep thinking? Just sorry to say, I keep thinking that we're on the third Lanark Road at the moment, and I know that's extreme. Um, but the reason why I keep thinking of third Lanark and I just keep thinking about like, know, Celtic Park's great just now we did really well at the Commonwealth Games and it looks fantastic but we could go back to that derelict East End you know, rabid dogs walking around when we are older and we say oh, I remember I used to go here and, and there's a really cold graveyard and, so that's, and, and, and that, that's the road if Peter Law continues I mean, Jockstein said football without the fans is nothing he sort of a... Probably at today's, um, you would say football without the fans, cash is nothing. And that's the sort of a risk that we we, 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 we see at the moment because the fans are not going to you know, do this again, especially with the conduct of the club, the governance of the club. Pierre Law, we, well, there's a mistake they made, right? We don't know what in his eyes the mistake was. He has to say, and you know what? I know you've, you've there's a lot of criticism out there about my governance of the club. I'm actually going to stand down as a result of this, at the end of the season, and someone
1: else knew is going to come in. He doesn't want that. That's not his
0: legacy. That's not what we're
1: going to do his legacy tarnished massively. His legacy's done, aye. His legacy's done. He's, he's fair enough, 9-0 and, and stuff like that, but the legacy's totally tarnished at this stage. My so, God, totally. So another another, another
0: thing that, is, that I was listening to is the and I don't know much of this. I couldn't see much on media regarding. I take it the English players and the Scottish football players are the exact same now regarding Brexit because FA I've got this big they've been speaking to FIFA and the English government but when I was listening to some stuff about it in the Guardian podcast but I take it Scotland's is exactly same as English players now because they're all part of the same thing but but looking at it like any like the gone of the days of Julian player like Julian coming to Celtic like we we are now going into like Celtic as a football club. We're going into a really tough situation in terms of transfers. Like it just looks like we could be in real trouble in terms of like you can't buy Norwegians anymore because they're not a top five nation and stuff like that. Like the the rules that the SFA or the sorry the FA and the Premier League have got together is really stringent. Like if you're Man United, you can buy the top players because they're Real Madrid players everybody else outside like the championship which is their wage cap Celtic won't have a chance like literally will not have a chance because anybody half decent will go to England and we won't be able to buy anybody else and that goes for managers as well like Ronnie Dyler coming and stuff like that which whatever but we, we will probably be stuck with an English or Scottish manager until unless we can find some sort of way for him to it's kind of funny now. The footballs, Celtic in the last couple of weeks, Brexit and Dubai's kind of changed. Dubai and the Rangers games changed everything. Because Celtic now are just are so far behind, and it, yeah, I just wonder if we've just in history looking back, we've missed a, we've missed another thing here because if that's all our youth players we've got, we don't really seem to that many youth players either, do we? Oh, we've
1: missed the planning. I, I said this before as well. We missed the planning when Rodgers when Rodgers ran away we stayed still we brought Lennon in and thought ah sure he'll fill in the gap that's great and never looked any further forward and that's where we totally fell in the ass. you know what I mean when Rodgers was here everything was fucking rosy perfect we were winning got invincible seasons winning everything and then when he left it was like shit there's no plan in place right get Lennon in he'll sort it out he went on fair enough saw us through at the end of the season done right he, he's then fine he's cost us less etc we'll keep him there so there was no planning at all. Like the board sat in their ass and just thought, everything will be fine. Rangers are only going to get us. There. Now <laughs> We're beating them at every opportunity we can 4 0, 5 0, 3, whatever it is. And everybody's like, right, Rangers are going to come back at some point. Um, but it's the board never acted. And that's, that's the criminal part of it. See, that is the serious criminal part you of it. See,
0: the thing in the back of my head is like, Dubai and you know, all that stuff's fine. But I think when Brexit kicked in, the first of January, like there's some like clubs. I think it's Bradford or something like, that have got their own sort of feeder clubs in in Europe that could do them a job. So you could bring players through there, then put them on, and see so you, you could you could get the qualifying points to get players over. So you then are Man City and teams that are in a better position to feed clubs players through clubs, and in Celtic also like they're saying like the, the coaching staff like to get a level of good coaching staff a lot of the good coaches believe it or not in the English Premier League are all sp- formers but a lot of these guys might have to go back home or you won't be able to get the next chance and when you start looking at it in depth you're like geez so for a Celtic football club or a Rangers football club there's a lot of planning like a couple of years planning getting into this before it happened to make sure you're on you're actually on it but once that, because me and Betty are rattling on about getting German managers and stuff like that, but since Brexit kicked in 12 days ago, the Celtic don't have that option anymore. Like they they don't have that option. They have to get a Scottish manager or an English manager. And really, or, or else, you have to get somebody like a top, top manager, but it's not going to come to us. So actually, the, the 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 clock's ticked away in us, and we're sort of left now with
1: Gavin Strachan managing the team. So what's what's the rule? Sorry, that you can't get a German manager. Surely you can if you want to pay the money. Is there a rule? Are you saying there's a rule that you can't bring in? No, you've got to. Well, from the stuff that I
0: was reading about, first of all, the position has to be empty. Right, you can't you can't look to bring anybody in because then you're taking somebody else's job off them for a foreigner because they're foreigners. We could we could make um, Lennon's job empty. I'd be quite happy right, with so that. So if Lennon's job comes empty, then what you've got to do, if you want to get a European manager, you've got to then go to the, you've got to go to the visa department, and they've got a sort of the English Premiership's got a point system now. So say for instance you've done well in the Champions League or you're in the top five leagues, then you get points, and that's the same for managers as well. They don't want Brexit doesn't want middle of the range European managers coming in. Because they'd essentially be taking English and Scottish people's jobs, so you have to be the best of the best to get a job in England or Scotland.
1: So, so you for instance, in England, and stuff like yeah, that. So, That's for like instance, Solskjaer,
0: Solskjaer couldn't manage at my United.
1: No.
2: Yeah, it was just, it was the same. It's the same rules. Like say when I was employing people before, you you couldn't get someone out of the, uh, the European Union. So you, you you without a lot of sort of a bureaucracy Mm -hmm. um, and George Cadet red tape all round them Mm -hmm. um, and and, and try and cut your way through it so it's probably a
0: similar thing there's ways of doing it but it's just quite arduous well no I think there's well I've not heard anything of Scottish football but there's loads of like there's a ghosted panels if you're under 21s, there's a better chance you can't buy Danny as well like for instance you have to be over 18 now, so, so stealing players if you're are 16, the real good too. So days are finished, you can't go and get players like that because they're not allowed to leave Europe until they're 18. And the same with coaches, you've really got to be a high profile coach to get a job in Scotland or England now. That's what it's saying. Uh, so you can't get your... So if we if we a feeder club in Europe, would that then mm-hmm. sort of uh, like alleviate you yeah, a feeder club in one of the sort of big teams, you could use that as a...
2: so In November, when we were meticulously planning this trip to go to Dubai, we should have been basically mitigating the club against Brexit risks for the future sort of a supply of coaches and
1: players. Do we yeah. not have a feeder club in Europe? Sure, we've got one in Africa, we've got one in South America. I'm I pretty sure we've got one in America, they've that, definitely I, got one in I, Australia.
0: I think what they were saying was... I, I think what they're saying is Bradford or these teams own these clubs. Right, I think they own these clubs in Europe. I think Man City's got like the City Group or somewhere, like and they own like several clubs. So then that makes it easier to start to to move move things along because you're in the same company.
1: Because really you, you know, know what you're you're bringing a story back to me now. Was there no story a couple of years ago where Celtic were going to buy Carlisle United when yeah. Scotland was going for independence? Yeah, there looking, was wasn't there, there was, yeah, <laughs> to make them a feeder club or so they could still land in yeah, the English, was English Premiership. They could start to move to the yeah, is that what it was? I thought it was something to do with the feeder club, but that's what it was to play in the English Premiership. Sorry, so I'm getting my stories mixed up there. Can you just story flash in front of me there about we were trying to buy Killow United or Dermot Desmond was going to buy Killow United?
0: So, I mean, maybe, and the other thing as well, which is interesting for us, Danny, is that. There's different rules for Ireland because Ireland signed contracts for the for England and Scotland years and years before European Union became a thing. So what they're saying is, is it possible now that like a Liverpool or a Man United will buy a an Irish club? Because then that mean it might be easier for them to bring players over to Ireland to bring over. You know what I mean? So the whole it looks like. The whole world, the football world's changing dramatically. But they say because there's a wee link between Ireland and Scotland and Ireland and England, you might be able to have those feeder clubs and put money into Ireland for Irish football. Because at the moment, they're saying the Irish football players can't come over until they're 18, which used to be 14, 15 in the academies. But all these academies won't have those types of players.
1: So are there Irish lads that are going to possibly make it then? Are they going to start going to Europe then instead of going to England? Yeah. Aye, so it's not really going to affect European football. No. It'll more affect just uh, Scottish, English well,
0: well, and Welsh. See, here's the point then. So the point they were saying was, they're saying is, look, it, so for instance, you're a top team, right? So say for instance, you buy somebody from Ghent. like Say for instance, you buy uh, a, a defender. say it's Julian whatever, right? You buy him, right? Now you know there's English clubs interested so if you're AC Milan or whatever, you stick him on the bench in the Champions League, that gives him his points because he's playing the big league. Now Man to come along and say, look, we want him. And you're like, so how much? And they're like, whatever. And you're like, no, higher. Because it becomes such a smaller pool of players. And because you're the big club in the Europe, then you can c- control. So for instance, like Ajax and stuff like that, there's none of us robbing Ajax's academies anymore. Can he do it? Because we Johnny from Manchester or we wife from Scotland needs to get a chance of playing football and you can't you can't take somebody in so so Celtic now are looking at a whole new ball game well that sort of stuff because they're no part of the European Union which
1: is you can't get you can't you can't just have this free full employment and I'm I'm sure we've got all that in place because we knew this was coming is that what you're saying I, well, it Stephen's to... meticulously planning. <laughs> Well the last couple of weeks shows you. It shows you. That's what Lennon and Brown were talking about. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I,
2: I eagerly await John Kennedy's press
1: conference on it. John John.
2: Kennedy's PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) Look in in my my view, sorry, in John the ganja. my view in John Kennedy is that he, he actually came across quite well, given the circumstance. I mean, I'd, look, I've been a very you know strong critic of him. I think the the sympathy period—it was a horrific challenge he had, and and that's now expired, long since expired. And I think he's at the stage where he, you know, if he's decent, I'm sure Brendan Rodgers would take take him, or you know, he could move to another club. And he's got to really go and challenge himself somewhere else now. That said. In, during the interview, very difficult challenge, and he was facing the media. He wasn't just facing Jerry from the in-house, you know, Jerry from the block, you know, he was facing the, 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 the wider media. And I thought he did all right, to be honest, as an assistant manager, talking to the media when he shouldn't have been in that position. It should have been the CEO or the manager some sort of a leader of the company
1: uh, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the club da, <laughs> Danny, company Danny Mikey, Mikey he's <laughs> Dal- Dal- <Steven's laughs> doing his current love for the club he's my company now he's lost da, our faith da, Danny <laughs> Mikey Dal said
0: I just wish that Leonard would walk like during the game he's like walk I'm like where's he walking to his kitchen his bathroom <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, can you imagine
0: the shame of Neil Lennon sitting there in his
1: jammies sitting there yeah, it's probably still in Dubai don't do zero Mister like John, look, like, hey, chance
0: of you doing that interview Cause, I, mean, I, I look a bit ropey you know I, mean? I don't know I don't know anyway just going back to my
2: point just before you finish the, the the squats tonight so John D'Ambrosio Hamilton Judo Club mm-hmm. four minutes to see this is after doing the fitness four minutes to see how many squats you can do and you take like a couple of seconds break and it's it's like the bleep test of squats
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know you're just thinking Danny McGrain, you know it's it's it was I, I don't think I'm going to be able to move from this seat just be careful in the toilet because you've got a toilet and you can't get back up I <laughs> mean <laughs> so how many did you do in four minutes four. so I did 82 I mean, you You're taking me no, but I was nowhere near the guys were doing the elite guys <laughs> <laughs> I say, Stephen. That was about poor 82. I, <laughs> I was absolutely dying um, uh, the, the, the guys are doing I think they did about 140 something like that around that sort of a range that was the elite judo players of yeah, Hamilton I like it yeah, and they're oh, off, to, well, off to Dubai because they, they sorted it all out in November. Anyway, well, well, why, why, does, why does anyone know say that times move from November? We're, we're in January, January's not November, you know. Do you not revisit that decision Australia
0: that you made? Just it. It's
2: just silly billy stuff from Celtic, and it really is, uh, you know, we were in my eyes, we're. And down the third <laughs> right, yeah, really line, like. <laughs> I know. Go on,
0: Steve. Yeah. just say it.
2: Say yeah, I
1: don't,
2: say don't, it.
0: Don't. I'm not going to say the H word, but I just, so, I just like the club at the moment. No, what do you call it? The fact is that the fact is what well, we got to see new players. Just and, and maybe, maybe we're just again in this hyperbole, and we've not, we don't see we're, we're too involved and in emotionally. Maybe Lowell and all these guys have got ready for breaks. That maybe. <laughs> Well, are going to win the league? Maybe we're going to come back like an absolute train.
2: Well, oh, I don't know. Uh, I think and... with Celtic, sometimes you reflect, you get a bit emotional the next day. You think, actually, maybe I get a wee bit carried away there. This instance here of what the club are doing recently yeah. is just building and building each day. The the, the feelings, the strong feelings. Um, so we you know our Peter Lawrie, our leader, said reflection, hindsight, all this stuff looking back, I mean, like I just got on with Gantman, um, there's, the, the, the feeling are, is getting stronger and stronger and stronger, hence
1: my concern about the third Lanark. And, um, anyway. I, you're right, it is. there's been far too many, um, for want of a better word, shit shows this season. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, like, it's one after another after another. You know what I mean? Getting put out of the Champions League, getting put out of the Europa, getting put out of the uh, League Cup. You know what I mean, Nearly lost the Scottish Cup when it was in the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, never mind all the games in the league and losing to that mob twice as well. It's it just goes on and on. And the Dubai thing's a cherry on top. It's just the cherry on top. You're going what in the name of God? Do you know what I mean? Like when they went, there was a total furore, and I was like, right, fair enough, calm down, they've went. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. But it's oh, it's just blown. Oh, it's just blown up so much. Nobody could, nobody could see it coming. Well, you could see. Apart from the lad that planned for it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked oh. it. I liked uh,
0: John Kennedy and stuff. it. Right? John Kennedy. I watched his interview in two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty. <laughs> he came back from Dubai and the action shots of John Kennedy putting down the cones while like, well, he was talking about it He's like, the thing is it just gives the players that extra it just gets them away from their, their comfort zones and you see John just putting down methodical cones and you're like yeah, sounds pretty good to me anyway, that's another 20 minutes we got an hour out of it, so that's not too bad uh, I'm sorry for saying fine fair at the start of the show as long as Stephen doesn't talk about Shoe City I don't care and uh, <laughs> I hope Stephen you, you can get off the toilet tonight when you, you're 82 you, you speak about Shoe City we need to
2: do the podcast and, and I did, did make a mistake because I thought that Danny worked in Shoe City he didn't, he worked in Sainsbury so when I went to Sainsbury for my lunch and spent my £2.20 an hour on a sandwich um, probably a more expensive sandwich than that it was actually Danny Kinnock that worked in Shoe City, is that right? Don't think so. Frank Tolland did. Aye, Tolan said Danny Kinnock did as well. We I met him at the Scotland Island game, aye, I forgot about that, he had a stint. Anyway, we'll, we'll do a podcast in Shoes City, hopefully one of these days. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll
2: phone a sickie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should have came in Sainsbury's, had the map just sandwiched, me not it, 10 pence.
2: I know, I don't know why I didn't do that, I just... Declare, Declare daily. You know, I made a mistake, hindsight reflection.
0: De, Declare daily work in Sainsbury's. Aye. Yes, best. Sure she did. No, she did. There you go. <laughs> God, oh, How was that comfy? Your voice is choking up. I, I, I used to have a thing for her Danny.
2: Okay, right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just. okay. My God,
1: It's are really for the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just went all wrong.
2: Dale, <laughs> with, Dale Winton poses.
0: <laughs> started with
1: And <laughs> <laughs> We ended with Claire Daly. You will go under your electricity supplier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as it long as it's dark, as long as it's no John Brown, I'm pretty happy. You're like, smart meter nine in a row. <laughs> the reason why I sit in the dark is because if I don't sit in the dark, the kids, the kids just roam around my their
1: house now. So I have to sit in the dark away from all the sunrays. So, sorry, one, one more question before we go. Asked this and asked us in our chat, nobody was sure. Do, is it the kids again this weekend, or do we have anybody back, or is everybody still isolating? No,
0: they're still isolating, it's the kids again. They've got two games to prove their worth, so and we're going is to Livingston. Gav- Livingston. Is it Gavster as
1: well?
2: Is it Big Gavster
1: with the man with the funny faces taking ah, the team? No. I
0: the
1: hope, want, I, hope red, I hope red peds on the on the on the byline this time. Big Ped on the byline, He's gant top on that big class. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can not do some sort of like Star Wars thing like get Neil Lennon you know like a sort of a, like, anyway let's just go now it's getting <laughs> late Danny,
0: Danny what we'll do is we're not going to do a Shoe City podcast we're going to do a, a Clear Daily Sains podcast
1: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> you can do that one then
0: myself
1: Aye. Right, good luck <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, anyway everybody thanks a lot for listening to... I'm getting kind of disappointed Trick was,
1: said... was a strange old podcast
0: Trick <laughs> was saying they were giving really insightful views on Celtic and I was like I can't believe Trick said that
1: because the next podcast is going to be a disaster <laughs> Mike you must be having a few beers when you're listening <laughs> you? <laughs> Mike you must be
0: having a few beers anyway the way exactly. things are going I mean.
1: Aye, no, that's true. He deserves
0: it. Yeah. Oh, right. Anyway, th- everybody, thanks for listening. I apologise for not being insightful today. I've cleared the layers listening. Can so.
1: <laughs> I God bless?
0: God bless? Thanks a lot. Take care. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Cheers. Stephen. Cheers, all the Thanks for having